and welcome to Myth Monsters. My name is Erin and I'll be your host for these little snack bite-sized podcasts on folklore and mythical monsters from around the world. These podcasts focus on the actual cryptids, folklore and mythic monsters from global mythology rather than focusing on the full stories of heroes and their big adventures. I'll also be dropping in some references that they have to recent culture and where you can see these represented in modern day content so that you can learn more and get obsessed as I am about these absolute legends of the mythological world. This is the last episode before I go off on my holidays, so after this there will not be an episode for two weeks whilst I'm jetting off to Edinburgh and to Copenhagen. For those that are curious, I'm going to explore Edinburgh and go to a wedding in Falkirk. Then I'm going to Copenhagen for a work conference, which is basically just going to be a company-wide party for two days. But I'm going to try and see as many folklore-based sites, amazing statues and explore the local fairy tales as much as I can whilst I'm in both places. I'm definitely going to see the magnificent Kelpie statues in Falkirk and the Little Mermaid statue in Copenhagen Harbour. And I'll be sure to get some pictures just ready to go for all of you guys. This week, we're heading back down under to look at the wonderful Australian Bigfoot, the Yowie. It's been a little while since we've been over here in Oceania, so I'm very happy to finish the unbroken run of the podcast for the last six months on this one. This one is an Aboriginal monster with roots going back to the first people of Australia and their mythological zone called the Dreamtime, much like the Bunyip from a few episodes ago. Yowies are the equivalent of Bigfoot or Sasquatch over in the States. They are generally described as big, hairy, ape-like monsters. They're five to nine feet tall with a very muscular frame and very slim arms. If you can imagine it, you're imagining it probably correctly. They have brown or red fur and talon-like claws on their hands and feet. They've got a huge mouth full of razor-sharp teeth. And to be kind of different from the other Bigfoots, or maybe Bigfeets, they have two very distinctive, large and nasty canine teeth ready to eat their prey. They're also said to have a varying number of toes and a very flat nose. In fact, I've actually heard that their feet are the worst thing about them, but I can't find anything to back this up with. I'm so sorry. There are loads of comments on forums and such with just their feet, don't get me started, or oh god, yowie feet are terrifying, but I can find neither pictures or anyone else to talk about this. So if you know, let me know. I want to be in on the joke. The yowie is one of the most aggressive Sasquatch species and is said to be reported ripping heads off of kangaroos and dogs. But it's also reported to attack people, although, much like Bigfoot, it's very, very elusive. However, strangely, there are reports that the Yowie can speak, and I'm not saying just mumbled noises like a Neanderthal, but in actual English. In 1977, a camper had a two-hour conversation with a Yowie, with it originally speaking in Latin, then learning words in English from his new friend. You'll mostly find this creature in dense woodland, and I know that sounds scarce in the outback, but they don't really tend to be spotted away from humans. The most regular place is actually in Queensland, which is the northeastern state of Australia, specifically in a town called Woodenbong, which is actually known as the Yowie capital of the world. Other places you can spot them is usually along highways, which is just pure nightmare fuel. You might know what I'm talking about, but I'm imagining like what you fear as a child driving down a country road in the dark and thinking there's a scary monster running alongside the car looking at you. No? Just me? Okay. The word Yowie comes from the Aboriginal word Yowie, meaning a spirit that roams over the earth at night. 
However, there are a couple of other names for Yowie in different states of Australia, such as Quinkin or Jugabina in Queensland. They are called the Gindaring, the Jurawara, the Mingiwin, the Putikan, the Dulaga, the Gulaga and the Thulagul in New South Wales. But other names throughout Down Under include Yoroma, Nakuna, Wawi, Pankalangu, Jimbra and Yangara. All of them translate to the same thing, a spirit in the night. Although, like most Bigfoot species, it is theorised that the Yowie descends from an ancient ape called Gigantothipesis blacki. However, these two apes are from very different parts of the world, and it's highly unlikely that this ape would have travelled across the sea to Oceania from Asia. Asia is where the original one is from, the Yeti, another Sasquatch-like creature that goes by the same name. The reason it couldn't get across the ocean is due to just general water depth and we all know that in Australia, especially now, it's a very controlled environment. Nothing gets in or out without someone knowing about it. If you think of cane toads which are highly invasive, they're non-Australian native animals which were introduced to Australia and literally wrecked havoc on their ecosystem. Imagine that, but with a nine foot tall monkey man. There's sometimes some theories that Yowies are actually a creature called a Yahoo. This is another Aboriginal creature who sounds similar to the description of a Yowie, and was referred to in 19th century papers as the first Australian ape. Then, to make things even funnier, a famous Australian historian, Graham Joyner, said in his 1977 book The Hairy Man of Southeastern Australia that the media had confused Yahoo with the Yowie. From then, the two have always been intermingled. However, he did also believe that the Yahoo existed and went extinct, and now he argues that the Yowie doesn't exist and is fictional. Funnily enough though, he's more likely to have this the wrong way round, as the Yahoo is pretty fictional. They are a creature written into the 1726 kids book Gulliver's Travels by Jonathan Swift, and were described as a brute in human form. So that theory is interesting, as it may be, but not particularly correct and proven so not to be, literally in a book. There is another theory that they may be living Homo erectus, don't laugh, they were very early humans and is suspected that they could be prehistoric Australians, however that's not proven, or they could potentially be a primitive tribe, we're not entirely sure. There are, however, 140 different mammals known in Australia. Most of them are either bats or rodents, but from my research into this one, some cryptozoologists believe that Yowie could be a marsupial, much like the bunyip, but also like kangaroos and wallabies, as there aren't actually any apes or primates native to Australia. There have been loads of sightings of the Yowie throughout Australia, and the most recent have been this year, if you can believe it, 2021. There were hundreds of reports this summer, remember Australian winter, southern hemisphere time, and some last year too, apparently they didn't seem to care about the pandemic. Most of them occurred throughout the 20th century though, with the most happening between the 70s and the noughties. However, Yowies have been seen since 1725. Here are some of the best ones. In 1996, a couple said that they had seen a Yowie near Braidwood in New South Wales. They said it was a shaggy creature, walking upright, standing at the height of at least two metres tall, with immensely long arms and no neck. In August 2000, a Canberra bushwalker, because I totally know what that means, described seeing a beast in the Brindabella Mountains. His name was Steve Piper person, not the Yowie, and he caught the monster on video, and that film is known as the Piper film. 
In March 2011, a witness reported seeing a yowie in the Blue Mountains in Springwood, which is kind of near Sydney. They'd filmed it and taken photos of its footprints. You can even look these up, highly recommended. Lastly, in May 2012, a US TV crew claimed that they had recorded audio of a yowie on the New South Wales-Queensland border whilst filming something completely unrelated, which I think is extremely funny. The ones in the noughties and 2010s actually have a couple of bits of video and photo evidence, so if you are interested, definitely go and look those up. In the mid-70s, the Queen Bayan Festival Board offered 200,000 Australian dollar reward to anyone who could capture a yaoi, and to this day, the reward has not been claimed. There are, however, three professional yaoi hunters though, so you will have to compete with them for that prize. Their names are Rex Gilroy, who is a cryptozoologist, Tim the Yowie Man, legit, oh, that one's my favourite, who just loves yaois, and Gary Opit, who's a radio presenter and environmental scientist. So if you do want to try and get that reward, better get your cork hat and head on over to Queensland. Now on to cultural significance. For art, you can see some really cool drawings of yaois, including the Yaroma Swallowing a Man from 1907, or any of the illustrations by Bill Ramazen of yaois. They are absolutely fabulous. One of those is the one I included in all of my advertising this week. There's also a very famous statue of a yaoi in Kilcoy in Queensland, which stands proudly over the town in a traditional Aboriginal carving. There's a really fun mention though this week, the English chocolate brand Cadbury make a chocolate treat called Yowie over in Australia. It's similar to a Kinder Egg, but also a Freddo if you're from the UK and know what that is. They have their own little TV show on YouTube called Yowie World with all of the cute little characters from the chocolate wrappers. Apparently they're very nice, but they, if you think of a Kinder Egg and then kind of merge it with a Freddo, Americans you're probably not going to have a Scooby what I'm talking about, but Imagine those two things. Look it up, you'll see it. For movies, TV, and games this week, there are very few that are specific to Yaoi, so I'll say those first, and then I'll give you some more Sasquatch type examples. So, for films, you've got Gulliver's Travels, which is obvious with the mention earlier, but for Sasquatch stuff, you've got Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Curse of Bigfoot, Sasquatch Hunters, Bedtime Stories, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, my personal favourite. Hotel Transylvania and The Missing Link. Just to let you know too that this year there is a movie coming out called Bigfoot vs Megalodon. And I know it's just going to be so bad, but so good. Now that's only a few of them. I am keeping a lot under wraps for our Bigfoot episode. It will be a special eventually, so I don't want to give too many away. But for TV, you can see Yowie in The Lost Tapes, Finding Bigfoot, and Yowie, but more Sasquatch content in Animal X, Ancient Aliens, Unsolved Mysteries, The Simpsons, Round the Twist, Mr. Pickles, MacGyver, Courage the Cowardly Dog, and Dexter's Laboratory. And I can't resist, but if you're a fan of that, I'm gonna do fromage. That's all I have to say. For video games, you have Darkstalkers, Zoo Tycoon, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and number five, Banjo-Kazooie, The Sims, Pop Tropica, Red Dead Redemption, and even Assassin's Creed 3. My book recommendation for this week is The Beautiful, The Yowie in Search of Australia's Bigfoot by Tony Healy and Paul Cropper. It's got some beautiful illustrations and is generally the recommended book on the subject. Obviously, you can always look at other Bigfoot slash Sasquatch books, but my other suggestion would be Journey into Dreamtime by Munya Andrews. This is all about the Aboriginal mythology and the kind of zone this lives in mythologically. 
Now it's time for Do I Think They Existed? With this one, much like Bigfoot, there are some serious people who fully believe in these monkey dudes. And when I had a chat with some of my pals about this one, they were all in the same kind of boat. It's interesting that with cryptids like this one, the Jersey Devil, Mothman, etc, it's hard to say absolutely not because they live in these really unstable terrains that we just can't get to. However, there is some debate on whether people have just seen bears that are standing on their hind legs. If you've ever seen a black bear in real life, for example, they are absolutely huge and terrifying. And it does make sense that they would be found in regions such as this. We know they do, and they do attack people. Although, saying that, I'm not entirely sure there are bears in Australia. I think koalas are the only ones you'll get, and you could punt a koala. You know, it, they're, they're only tiny little things, but gross fun fact, if you didn't know, koalas have chronic chlamydia, so I wouldn't even touch one, to be honest. Definitely wouldn't anger it. Anyway, I'm just like 50% yes, 50% no on this one. I'm sorry I can't give you a definitive answer. I'm really torn between my logical brain and my fantasy brain here. But that was a real fun one, although I admit there wasn't really that much info on this one. I feel like I should have maybe merged this with the Bigfoot in the longer episode. But hey, hindsight's a funny thing. I still had a good time and learnt something too. It's all good here. I hope you enjoyed it too. Now, as I said, we've not got an episode for a little while, so I can put my feet up for two weeks. However, when we're back on the 7th of October, we're going to be heading up to the Philippines to look at the hideous Sigbin. I'm creeping into the podcast with this one in October. For now, thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on the service you're listening on. I've got the Twitter for any questions or suggestions on what monsters to cover next. I'd love to hear from you. The social media handles for TikTok and Instagram are Myth Monsters Podcast and the Twitter is Myth Monsters Pod. But all of our content can be found at mythmonsters.co.uk. So come join the fun and share this with your pals. They might love me as much as you do. But for now, stay spooky and I'll see you in two weeks, babes. <laughs>